sing like the birdies sing. Tweet, 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 tweet. Let's all sing like the birdies sing. Tweet, 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 tweet. Let's all warble like nightingales. Give your throat a treat. Take a time from the bird. Now you all know the word. Hello again out there in uh, Birdland. It's uh, Anson Tebbets along with uh, Chip Darmstadt. Uh, coming to the end of, believe it or not, July is coming to an end. The last three weeks seemed like a blur, but here we are. Um, the end of July heading into August. August, and you know, and that means fall, <laughs> like <laughs> September, October, and hopefully drier weather. Wouldn't that be nice? Yeah, we 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 would welcome some some dry weather as people are still trying to um, figure out next steps after this incredible flood that many have endured and and so forth. But yeah, so we need um, we need a, like a quiet reset August. Like maybe we all can place yeah. just a complete reset, a little normalcy, a little, little routine. A little less excitement. That might be uh, what everyone really wants right now. Sounds good to me. But we do have some fast-moving birds <clears throat> that we want to talk about. Um, and you've been seeing, of all things, in the great city of Burlington, the um, the peregrine falcon. Yeah, a New York bird. So, uh, you know, I'm just out of downtown, maybe 15-minute walk, and I was doing some work outside and and heard this screeching call and at first I thought it was the neighborhood merlins because there are there are merlins in the neighborhood and they they nest um, and I hear them frequently um, but this sounded a little different and then I spotted the birds and they look bigger than a merlin um, and I and as they got closer I could see one of them had gray back whitish breast. And they were doing a lot of soaring, too, which Merlins don't tend to do. So, I, you know, eventually I figured out it's Peregrine Falcon. And there were two. Mm. Um, one was a, and one was a, a juvenile. Hmm. Well, from time to time, and I haven't, um, it's been a while since I've heard of one. They, there used to be one that used to hang out at the uh, water tower in Burlington uh, near UVM and, and the medical center up there, that big tower that um, most think water's in it, but I believe it's maple syrup. But... Um, so I don't know if that's true or not, but my my understanding is it's it's full of maple syrup. But from time to time, the um, uh, the peregrine falcon would hang out up there. So what great maple syrup! Oh yeah, yes, but you're you're right. Uh, I don't, you know, I don't know. I haven't seen any there recently, but that is has been a good spot to see peregrines, and there's lots of good hunting right around that uh, maple syrup tower with. Plenty of pigeons um, and other <laughs> flowers, uh, but they also nest in the area. Um, they nest at Red Rocks. I don't know if they were successful this year or not, but they they nest there. I think they also nest at Lone Point, um, nor you know at the north north of the North End there or in the North End. So there's a there are a couple nesting pairs around the, the greater Burlington area and, and that and all over the state for that matter. So this might 
then, I'm sure it was, one of the local nesting pairs and the young are now flying around, learning to fly, learning to hunt with the encouragement and uh, tutelage of, of the parent birds. Yeah. So uh, Red Rocks is a, is a nice, uh, nice park in the south end of Burlington. And it, um, as you walk out through there, um, you get to the cliffs. Um, and it's, it's right up against the Lake Champlain at that point. And that's where they think they're, uh, that's where they've been hanging out, right? That's where they, 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 um, they like that kind of big, um, steep banks that are there. And then they got the lake out there. And from time to time, you can see them flying over Lake Champlain along the cliffs of the Red Rocks. Yeah. Yeah. Those cliffs are perfect nesting habitat, uh, for peregrine falcon. Um, and ditto at, at Lone Point. There's good cliffs there, so that's you know that's what peregrines look for for um, nesting habitat. Um, even though you know they'll nest on skyscrapers and bridges, uh, but you know in a natural setting they're looking for cliffs, and that you know that means that there's only so many nesting areas that can exist in a place like Vermont. But I think there's over um, 50 pairs, mm-hmm. um, maybe well over now. Uh, so they're using those n- uh, natural cliffs, and I understand they also use quarries as well. Mm, yeah, definitely. Um, you know, from time to time they'll make. And is it true they get their prey on the wing? Is that right? They when they're when they do the strike, or I think that's right, right? Do yeah, I think I think exclusively. Uh, maybe once in a while they'll nail one on the ground, another bird. But yeah, they're hunting on the wing, and yeah, they are so fast. You know, it's been said, uh, and perhaps documented, that uh, in a stoop, when they're diving, they can get up to speeds of 200 miles an hour, mm. apparently. Um, I guess that wouldn't be too hard to figure out if you had a radar gun, right? You could point it at the peregrine. Uh, and then they're, they're going so fast at that speed that they just, you know, they ball up their, their foot, make a little fist, and they just bop whatever they're hunting, you know, in the back of the head. And it stuns the bird enough that the peregrine just swoop it up Mm. um they you know that little they have this little hook um on their beak that's perfect for um uh biting down on the neck of their prey that's how they quickly um put it out of its misery but they you know quick they're quick hunters and make a quick kill and um start bucking yeah and one of their favorites is the is, is the um, is the pigeon right? They they like to sometimes you see the the feathers flying, the explosion, and um, off they go. Yeah, pigeons, doves. I guess that's why they're so successful in cities. Plenty of pigeons uh, and smaller birds, but they you know like larger birds. And, and they'll eat, they'll hunt ducks too. I've seen peregrines hunting ducks, and I, I've even seen them swooping at ducks on the water and. Uh, something like a mallard or a teal, which doesn't mm. tend to dive, all of a sudden they start. To, they quickly learn that, that they can dive as well as dab. Mm. Pretty, pretty impressive uh, bird. And you mentioned uh, quarries before the break, and and uh, I think there's usually one over at Nichols Ledge in the in the Cabot region as well. That that you have a little hiking path you go up there, and then there's a body of water below, but there's there's cliffs there. So I think there's one there, and. I think over in Thetford from time to time, there's there's one over that way. Some of those off um, off 91, maybe Interstate 91. There's some cliffs over there that some of those rock croppings and so forth. So, Yeah, those road cuts. Um, and then quarries like I can bury um, probably other quarries as well. So, yeah, they can definitely take advantage of uh, 
less natural situations. Um, you know, and they're they're fiercely territorial, so they may share cliffs with a raven or maybe a turkey vulture, but only one pair of peregrines per cliff. Mm-hmm. And the um, and the population is increased in, in in Vermont, but it's not clearly out of the out of the woods, right? We we got to keep a close eye on where the habitat, and also not to particularly during nesting season, uh, if they are on a cliff or a hiking region, we we want to keep our distance, right? Yeah, they're you know they're still vulnerable. They're they're doing well in Vermont. They're no longer on the Vermont endangered species list, but they are prone to disturbance. And uh, you know if there's rock climbing or people hiking above where they nest, that can um, definitely disturb the birds and and at certain stages of their nesting period may scare the birds off and they may abandon the nest. So definitely we have to watch it um, and not get too close during certain periods of their nesting cycle. Mm. Some other cousins that are close to them in Vermont, we don't have any other falcons, but we have other birds that um, can be really intimidating, maybe around the bird feeder, right? Like, um, trying to think, is it Cooper's hawk? Is that one? No. Is it Cooper's? Yeah, Cooper's and sharp shin. Well, yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. <laughs> More fierce hunters often picking off birds at the at, uh, feeders. But there, there are there are two other falcons. They just don't have falcon in the name. Uh, Merlin and Kestrel, both are falcons, a lot smaller than a peregrine, um, and their diets are more diverse, especially Kestrel. But they're they're falcons, although they uh, pretty different in terms of their nesting and behavior. Yeah, yeah, definitely. They're sometimes called the sparrow hawk, but the Kestrel. Yeah, those are quite common, and you know you'll find them in nesting boxes and and old. Um, old trees that have holes in them but yeah they're they're uh, another just a cool bird a beautiful markings wonderful color very active eating everything from mice to snakes you know yeah even insects yeah yeah and the merlin of course too just as i i guess i would call it common now in vermont it used to be non-existent as the nesting species in the state and now they're nesting all over the state um, yeah. often in suburban neighborhoods yeah Good stuff. Good stuff. So some of those uh, fast-moving, impressive birds, um, the peregrine falcon, the merlin, the kestrel, all those, all those birds. Well, we've come to the end of, uh, of the show, the end of July approaching, and we'll do it again next week, but it will be August when we meet again. Until then, I'm Anson Tebbets. Chip Darmstadt. Or the birds. Let's all sing like the birdies sing. Thank you.